Welcome back to Speak Truth to Life with your host, Pam Osby. Hope everybody had a great weekend. I had a great weekend and a very interesting one. Rock did his special, which I actually looked at on Saturday on Netflix. It was the first global live streaming um, show that they've ever had on Netflix, which gets me to thinking that Netflix is probably thinking about doing live shows and I wonder how that's going to affect the subscriptions or are they going to do a separate type of thing but anyway um the show by Chris Rock was called Selective Outrage and in this um he did address the Will Smith slap he talked about a lot of contemporary issues such as um, high-priced yoga pants, the Lululemon situation. He talked about Meghan Markle and and um, the racism she faced, but also the he kind of made fun of it in some ways too, because it's like he was like basically saying, "Girl, where have you been? Like you didn't know what you were getting into with with the royal family." Um, he talked about the Kardashians. He talked about abortion rights, um, saying that he's pro-choice, but also a part of him is pro-life. Um, but because he has daughters, you know, he wants them to have choice and autonomy over their bodies. He talked about the Capitol riot and what he called America's biggest addition, attention. He says attention is where people, you know, go online. They're like talking about they're eating salmon and their feelings, their boss pissed them off, like looking and seeking for attention on um, all these various social media platforms, right? And then he um, he kind of talked about, um, he kind of went into the whole Will Smith show a uh, part of the show, um, it was the last 10 minutes of the show. Um, he joked about and talked a lot about Will Smith and Jada. So I know there's going to be a, some kind of response for um, from Will or Jada. It was blistering. I, I will say that. The, the last 10 minutes were very blistering and he didn't hold back. He was using very spicy language. Um, he, he, he joked about Will Smith. He called him Suge Smith. He said, you all know what happened to me getting smacked by Suge Smith. Everybody knows it still hurts. I got summertime ringing in my ears. Now, some people didn't get it, but remember summer, summer, summertime, you know, that, that Will Smith song. That's why he, he, he's very smart in how he layers his jokes. Anyway. He talked about how while Will Smith apologized and repeatedly talked about the incident, uh, Rock, you know, said that he, quote unquote, won't be going to Oprah to talk about his feelings. He won't be going to talk about it on outlets at all. He doesn't want to do a depth interview. He kind of alluded that he felt like Will Smith was playing the victim, which plays into the public narrative. So after the show, I was online, you know, at the same time, I was like on Facebook or stuff and people were literally going off talking about how Will, uh, the 
Uh, Chris Rock is just a sad old man. Uh, his show was lame. Um, all these things. And I, I just think that he did his job when he did selective uh, outrage because it just played into what I saw online last, you know, on that night, Saturday night, where people were just talking. They, some of them are obvious fans of Will Smith. And some people give me the indication that they were okay with Will Smith hitting un unprovoked a man who was not doing anything but being a comedian at the time. And um, there's a lot of arguments of people trying to go back and forth with each other. I just don't play into the narrative of that. I, I think that, that you know, um, like some people can't separate their love of Will Smith at all. And they feel like they got to pick between Will Smith and, and Chris. I love both of these men. I appreciate their contribution to art and our entertainment and movies and plays, you know, all this entertainment stuff they've been doing for years. But when it comes to somebody putting their hands on me unprovoked, that, I mean, we're, this is the anniversary of when it happened. This is the anniversary when it happened. And I don't understand how some people feel like, oh, well, Chris Rock, it's too late to talk about your stuff. Pain and trauma and processing pain and trauma doesn't have your timeline. It has the timeline of the individual that was a victim. And, and one thing you will know, and this is what Chris Rock said in his, his comedy uh, show. He said, I'm not a victim. You will never see me on Oprah or Gail crying. You'll never see it. Never going to happen. He doesn't consider himself a victim. It ha Whatever happened, happened. And he used his encounter to shape and enliven his, his, himself. And I have to say, it's just ridiculous to me when people claim that uh, Will Smith had the right to hit Rock unprovoked. And I'm talking about he didn't physically, Rock didn't physically put his hands on Will. But the impact of the words over the years built up in Will, a resentment, I'm sure, but that still doesn't make it right. Okay, that's what I say. Also, you got a very slim man, Rock, and a very bigger guy, Will Smith. I mean, Will Smith has acted in these big, big uh, movies, Independence Day. Uh, uh, um, uh, he was Ali. You know, he's done all these big boxers and big people. It, 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 of course he was going to get a good lick in, especially when Rock wasn't expecting it. You know, you go from a real skinny man, Rock, who doesn't never show his chest, and then you got Will Smith that always, at some point in some of his movies, he's showing his chest, he's showing his body. These are two different sized men. But it's okay for some of y'all to sit at home behind your computer screens being T-War warriors, cyber bullies, you know. I think why this is so polarizing, even the special is so polarizing, some people 
feel like they were Will Smith and at some point people made fun of them or said something and used powerful words and and they never got a chance to get a lick in. And so they see Will taking a lick and it, it made them happy because in their lifetime, they probably have been disenfranchised where people made fun of them and did things to them and never, they never had a response. They never got a chance to address the situation. A physical altercation isn't always the answer, but when it's displayed on, on global, you know, there are over 200 countries looking at the Oscars, I'm sure, uh, at least 190, and and Will has apologized, but but Will Will can't erase that digital blueprint that's out there now, where everybody can see it. They can still go to YouTube or some other platform and pull up the video, or pull up the memes, and. Chris Rock's daughters, they're grown, you know, they're, they're young ladies now, but they have to, ain't no telling what they had to deal with when they went to school, if they were in college or if they were in high school at the time, what was going on with them, people coming into to Rock's house and uh, a paparazzi following his children and bothering his children to make money off Chris Rock and Will's situation. So at some point, Chris Rock was going to say something. He was going to say something using his sharp tongue. And that's what he did. I always say, I don't understand why people would look at the show if they are just going to be mad because they are Will, Will fans and they don't they're like, well, it's too, it's too late. It's over. Why are you guys bringing it up? Oh, people have been talking about this the whole time on my timeline. Off and on, people are still talking about Will Smith. And, and, and it seemed like the public opinion was like Will was in the right and Rock was painted as the bully. But I think the, the special was pretty good. And he said what he had to say. And I don't think there's going to be any peace among these men now because, you know, Rock did say some things at the end of that 10-minute set. I, I won't go into the details of that. You could go on on TikTok, and I'm pretty sure you could see what he said because different people recorded it and put it on their account. I did not record it. I, I'm not trying to <laughs> go that deep on it. but. Um, you know, one of the things that I noticed is that instead of people having real conversations about this situation, they still want to pit each man against each other. And, you know, a lot of us in life have dealt with people who have been bullies. I remember coming home from school when I was a student at um Gramlin State, and uh, I was on on a bus, and these young ladies, two or three of them, got uh, I don't know annoyed by me. I don't know what I did, but for whatever reason, these young ladies were following me, and then started fit, uh, being uh, intimidating, and as if they were going to beat me up because I didn't do anything. I simply didn't even say much to these girls. I was like sitting 
somewhere else, but they were sitting near me and kept rolling their eyes at me. And then uh, being um, one of the girls said, yeah, yeah, wherever you get to, I'm going to get you. And I was like, I didn't do nothing. I swear I didn't do nothing. (laughs) So when we get to the Midwest, one girl goes off and the other girl, when we get to Chicago, the girl doesn't say anything and just walks off. And I was like, what, what the hell, excuse my friend, what the heck happened? What did I do to get this negative energy? All I know is that people are easily triggered in our society about things. They may see somebody that reminds them of somebody they hate. They might mistake you for somebody because you got, you, you look familiar, but you don't really know them. I mean, what, one of the things that I like about what um, Chris said, and it rings true to a lot of the African-American experience. He said, and you know what my parents taught me? He said, don't fight in front of white people. Now, this statement might be weird to some people who don't understand the context. Um, generally, as a person who's worked in corporate jobs and non, non-professional jobs, I used to always see black employees go off in front of each other and be embarrassing and disrespectful to each other and not a good representation of our culture. And then I would see white people that I know, white co-workers, white bosses, white supervisors, white team members that can't stand each other, but they always be nice in front of each other. And I think that's kind of what he meant. Like, they don't fight in front of us for the most part. Now, maybe your experience has been different. But when I've been in these situations, even now, I work for a third-party administrator that manages claims. And I know some people don't like each other. They're like, oh, they won't say it in front of each other but you'll hear about it later. But usually if it's us, maybe it was ingrained in me as a, a, a woman of color, a black woman, not to fight in front of white people. I, my message that I got from my experience is not to fight period. Like I only had three fights in my life and I won't even call them fights. They were all with boys. They all boys will always just (laughs) try to, try to aggravate me or try to threaten my physical my my physical with that with their physical presence and you know all those were what I consider little scraps you know wouldn't wouldn't even real fights except for one guy was a gangbanger anyway that's a whole nother story down the line um but what I'll say is there is a grace that I saw displayed by Chris Rock where he said I'm not going to put my hands on this man because we all know what would have happened if he had done that. It would have been now is a fight. It's not just a smack on the face. Now is a fight. And now you will have two very influential influential men at the top of their game in entertainment up here fighting. I'm glad Chris Rock took the, the high road. Sometimes you have to take the high road and sometimes the high road is not, is not popular. People call you lames. They call you weak. They call you this. They call you that. You could, I would rather people say all that than me not going to jail. 
me not having a negative consequence because I did whatever. At the end of the day, I know people are going to be kind of split between, you know, these two men. Some people are friends with both Will and, and, and Chris. And what it is is that you just have to remember, you know, if you have a one thing I learned from this situation is if you put in a situation where you are completely embarrassed by somebody, whether they put their hands on you or not, or something happens negatively and everybody's looking at you and laughing and talking about you, you don't have to fit the narrative. The narrative is that some black men are animals. They're aggressors and da-da-da. You know, Chris Rock is not an aggressive person. Yeah, he used his words. Yes, he surely did, like any other comedian does. I would have rather, and, you know, it's it's not my life, but I would rather that, you know, Will and him had that episode behind the scenes, you know, in the green room somewhere, something in the back, and then we would hear about it later that they, there was an incident that occurred, but we didn't see it. And it wasn't displayed for all the world to see two black men in an altercation. That's what broke my heart. And instead of saying, well, he deserved it and da da da, there's a lot of people that deserve a slap from me. I'm not going up to slap them. <laughs> I, I know how to slap some words together and write a poem. I'll do that any day of the week than get in trouble and hit somebody unprovoked. But that's just me. Because again, I was raised in a family where domestic violence was the, the daily norm. And, and my experience is I don't want to put my hands on nobody. And I don't want to end up nowhere where law enforcement is. And that's why to this day, I've never been arrested because my experience has been different. I've moved differently because of seeing violence, the, the not so pretty side of violence. I love both of these men. I do. I swear I do. But I wish that the public would just let these men stay in their lanes and stop trying to replay your trauma and your trigger through whose side you're on. Because I'm not on the side of nobody but the truth. I'm not on, you know, I understand, you know, the frustration from Will. I also understand being unprovoked, uh, had an unprovoked attack with, with Rock. You know, Rock has a platform, he's using it, and he's going to use it until he can't use it no more. This is going to be interesting. We're going to see what happens because I feel like Will Smith either going to say something eventually because he probably was watching it and he's probably upset again. But this thing will never die down because this was such a shocking situation that we all experienced last year at the Oscars. But anyway, if you watched it, what are your thoughts? I'll talk to you guys soon.